This is the Fade You Podcast. Today is Sunday, September 6th. It's been a while since we potted, but we're back. We've been just focused on firing winners. My name is Matthew James here in the middle of the Las Vegas desert, somewhere in Nevada, here with Kmart. You Here with the Frenchman himself, Chris Duke. Let's go. <laughs> we just came back from the lovely and beautiful Golden Gate Hotel and Casino, part of the Fremont Street Experience, signed up for the Circa Sports Million. Shout out, Derek Stevens. Shout out, Mike Palm. Shout out, Kelly in Vegas for being our proxy. Chris, that was a wonderful experience. Degen trip to Vegas for the day. Oh, yeah. We got uh, some entries in, and uh, Kmart was there with us. We got our boy Todd giving us a ride. Awesome. It's beautiful. It was a little hot, but it's not as hot as our picks are going to be in the contest, Matt. Ooh, baby. Kmart, it's, uh, it wouldn't be a Vegas trip without you getting into an altercation with a blackjack dealer. What happened there, <laughs> buddy boy? Oh, man. It's unbelievable. Uh, they hired this guy that can't even count. He first, uh, he has a soft 17 with a with a three ace three so we're showing a seven or 17 and then he thinks we push when i have a 19 and then he thinks i win and then he's like oh wait it's a soft 17 and then he draws another three and it's a 20 so i lose and i'm fine with the loss but i just get in with the pit boss saying how the fuck do you hire a guy that can't even count and these assholes have the gall to tell me to wear a mask (laughs) unbelievable yeah, Chris, we're walking out the door and they're yelling at Kmart to put on his mask. It just was classic. Classic, classic Serb came out for Kmart there, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. buddy. Wow. Anyways, we haven't potted in a while. We've been a little absent, but in the meantime, we've just been picking nothing but winners and fading the shit out of Dennis. Chris, Dennis has just been on an unreal streak this week, just picking loser after loser firing 0 and 3s on games it's just been absolutely incredible to watch it just completely flame out and destroy himself yeah you, you know a lot of you guys got a little scared saying he caught a little heater there at the end of last week and he did but Matt what did he do he took favorites overs he went 0 and 5 on the first NCAA game of the year sorry Dan they didn't take care of you Southern Miss and their team total went way under, and they didn't cover that 12-point spread. You got the best of the line, Dan, but you got the worst of that bet. Chris, for the people who are are new listeners now and are, are not familiar with Dennis, the way he bets, the way that he finds 0-3 in single games, like, and the fact that he never, ever changes his strategy. He just fires every which way. Explain how he finds just multiple losers on a single game. So what he does, Matt, he, he multiplies his squaredom by going. He takes Lakers the other day against the Rockets game one. First quarter, first half, full, three in a row. Southern Miss, first quarter, first half, full, 0 for 3. What does he do? Memphis, first quarter, first half, full against Arc State. Three multiplies it times three. So he doesn't just do full games, guys. You can capitalize on these overs full game. And then he goes overs, too. And, you know, of course first half first under goes uh, under so you just it's amazing how he does it he doesn't just give himself a break by doing a full game he, he likes to just tackle a quarter too and, it, and it's all square so. so if you're this bad at betting why the fuck 
do you not decide like, hey, maybe let me ditch this stupid, dumbass first quarter, first half and focus on the full game? Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I think he thinks that his impression is that the, the team, the better team is going to go from start to finish, right? They're just going to annihilate. And he doesn't realize that that's just not how it goes. That's not If, if Vegas was just going to give out freebies the whole game, then everybody would just hammer each one, right? But it's a sucker bet, and he, he falls for it. So it's amazing to me that we wouldn't even lay 6-7 full game on some of these, and he goes and does it the whole, you know, even in a quarter. Unbelievable. Kmart, it's just, I mean, Dennis has been firing now. I will say he did find four winners today in baseball at our expense. He went four and one this morning on some super square run lines and MLB favorites, and he found a few, so good for him. So now he's like 28% this week instead of 24%. But, I mean, it's just been unbelievable to follow this guy just day after day getting further and further in the hole. Yeah, I mean, I I can't lie. I have my doubts on Den, but, you know, Chris has been doing this. He's been friends with them. He's been fading them for years now. I mean, he's going to have his hot weeks, but more times than not, he's going to have these down weeks. I mean, going into yesterday, he was 1-10 on the week, and it was just beautiful to watch. Sure, he goes 4-1 today, but you can't discredit, you know, just what the fate den can do. Who needs who needs Mr. Poison when you got fate den? I mean, let's go. I mean, give us some retweets. We got to get this guy out. You guys need to make some money because this is just going off Chris what would you say to people you know Kyle admitted it like you know we haven't been fading Den for years like you have so for people who are new to to Den and they're wondering like I don't know like why do I want to just fade one guy's picks you see him you know he had a three or four day stretch where he was up eight or nine units last week so what do you say to people who just aren't quite sure if they want to dive in to the fade Den just pool of money long term that we're going to be swimming in well, it's because um, you, you guys know it's easier to. I've mentioned it earlier pods that it's easier to find a guy who's not good at betting than it is to find a guy that is really good at it. I mean, you can see, uh, you know, Dent, look at his bets. He's taking these looks like free winners on these big faves. Like this team should destroy Memphis. Should kill Ark State in FCS school. Uh, uh, you know, and the Lakers should destroy Houston coming off that big seventh. Uh, game went over the thunder no not so fast it's just not going to happen it's not so easy and and you know he got some freebies today on the mlb but it's not going to happen and so and you guys probably get scared oh my god like there's no way these underdogs can cover south who is south alabama they can't cover against southern miss brett Favre went there for christ's sake <laughs> no not so fast just go ahead and ride the dogs and unders the book always wins be on our side be on the book side He's going to go 45 40%, and you're going to cash. 60% is uncanny. I've had it with him for four years now, guys, and I take his action, and it's good. Hey, guys, we just got set up shop on Twitter. We are at Fade U Sports. That's with the letter U. Follow us all during football season. We're going to be fading Den. We are going to be firing NFL winners left and right. College football is our bread and butter. Whatever, no Pac-12 this year because you know we won't get into that. And Den's lack of bread and butter. And Chris, I was gonna just say we have the the best is yet to come from Den NFL. I mean, what what do we expect from Den NFL season? He usually, actually, I was gonna tell you like if you guys are like, oh man, he caught fire one week. 
that is his brand. He likes to actually hit some of those. And we know baseball is less public. It's it's more square. It can be those favorites can hit for him. But when we come to football and playoff basketball, those dogs and under usually reign supreme. So keep an eye and look. He's gonna be on those ranked teams in NCAA. He's gonna be on those teams that should win the Patriots, the Saints. The, the all the, the Cowboys. He's going to be on those teams that oh, the public love to bet. So just be with us. Be on the dogs. We're going to find that sharp you know, reverse line move with Applebaum and Kelly in Vegas. And so pay attention in the next couple months. It's the best, like Matt said, best is yet to come. Absolutely. Kmart, not much to add. I mean, no, that not NFL at all. season's going to be epic. I mean, the only thing I'm going to add is this is the perfect time to follow us because we are dominant in the NFL we are pretty damn good in NCAA, and let me tell you, if uh, NCAA basketball figures it the fuck out, we are very dominant in that as well, especially during March Madness, so this is the perfect time to get on board with us. We've been doing this a while, we're just getting set up, as Matt said, with uh, our Twitter, doing some pods, but uh, we might be young in that world, but we are not young in the betting world, so give us a follow, listen, because we will make you money. So, Kmart, it's easy to say we're dominant in this, we're dominant in that. Let's put our money where our mouth is. How did we do in the Super Contest last year, big boy? Oh, not very well. We finished tied for 38th. We were a uh, Christmas Eve game away from finishing in the top 15. Uh, you know, some backdoor BS by the Patriots. We had the Bills, I think, plus six and a half and got fucked on the hook there even when they were up two scores. So, yeah, that, that ruined dinner for me. Um, I think I shed a couple tears because it was a couple grand, you know, just getting pissed out the door. Um, but, yeah, give, just give us a listen. And if you guys want to know where we're at, look at the 2019 results last year from the Westgate Super Contest. Find Red 9 there, tied for 38th. Kyle's favorite roulette play, Red 9. Uh, this year, we're bringing it back. We're in the Circa Million. We got a few entries. We got one here for Fade U. We're... We're running it back with Red Knight, and we're looking forward to cashing yet again. So uh, we want to take a really quick break and talk to you guys about Anchor. That is a platform that is hosting the podcast for us. We very much appreciate it. And we'll come right back. We'll start talking about early week one look-aheads. All right, gentlemen. Very scenic here in the desert. I don't even know where the fuck we are. Dude, I just saw a fucking UFO. Uh. But we loaded up on our alien jerky, so we're fat and happy. And uh, we got some, I mean, hey, it's Labor Day weekend. It's Sunday. We're signed up for the contest. We might as well start looking ahead to NFL Week 1. Now, the thing with NFL Week 1 is everybody remembers what happened last year. Everybody's been waiting for football for months now. People cannot wait to have some action. And there's a lot of sides right now that look like they're going to be getting pounded by the public. We're talking 70% plus in ticket counts, Chris. Uh, do, we, do you see any really square sides as you look ahead to, you know, guys that are going to be in Vegas betting 20 bucks, 25 bucks? Who can they not wait to go parlay and who can they not wait to go and, and run to the counter to find? I think you uh, hit the nail on the head earlier, Matt. You said there are a lot of square dogs in week one. I think a lot of people see how these teams finished last year and they think it's going to correlate exactly to this year they're going to be all over the cardinals with a good young squad all over the titans they see that they knocked out the patriots last year oh they're going to lowly denver be careful with that one and they're on a lot of other um, dogs too and so you just have to be careful with week one 
Um, it's a great, great week to, to bet what people think is going to happen. And you take the value there. And, and you know, here at Fate, you are going to be all over, uh, you know, the sharp action and check out what the lines do and where the public's at and where the sharps are at. And Kmart, you just you don't fall into the trap of betting what you last saw at the end of last season. A lot of shit has happened with teams throughout free agency, throughout the draft, throughout the summer. You got players opting out. You got no training camps this year. This is going to be a season unlike any other, so do not bet what you just saw at the end of the 2019 season. No, and you can't because, as you said, one, you have opt-outs. Two, this is week one. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to be betting that name. You know, just kind of like you go, oh, it's Nike. It's the greatest. No, like it's really not. It's really no different than anything you can get for five bucks. It's just that name you're paying for. So you're going to see Patriots minus six. Oh, shit. They're only minus six? One score game? They just got to win by a touchdown? Oh, my God. But, you know, not so fast. I mean, Dolphins... I know, laugh out loud, but look out for them. I think their over-under is only five. I, I'm expecting, I'm not expecting them to make the playoffs. Don't don't go too crazy here, but they're very competitive to end the, end, end the year last year, and they are going to have, you know, a decent team and be in games, and you still have so many question marks with the Patriots here. Cam Newton, new system, new offense. A lot of question marks on defense with the opt-outs opt out, opt for the Patriots. Running back concerns as well. So you can't just bet that team name and just assume it's an automatic W. Absolutely. And, guys, we're not giving out picks right now. It's Sunday. You know, we're not going to get contest lines until Thursday morning. So we're going to keep an eye on the action. We're going to keep an eye on what we're hearing from Practices, you know, you got a team like Tennessee that brings in Clowney. Like, how much is he going to practice? How much of a role is he going to have week one? So, we're still waiting for a lot of information. We're just giving you our very early look ahead to what we're going to be keeping our eye on. Chris, you talked about some of those square teams. Anybody else that you got your eye on as we are going to navigate through the week? Yeah, you know that everyone's going to be over the uh, all over the Cowboys. Um, they're laying, I think, that line I'm seeing three. I know it's hovering around two and a half, three. Everyone saw how the Rams were last year, and uh, they were okay betting on them, you know, some games. But everyone loves Zeke. Like you said, they look at their roster, Zeke, and all their power, you know, wide receivers and all this, and they've got to they've got to beat the lowly Rams, right after that week year they had last year they didn't even make the playoffs so you got to keep an eye on that and then we know everybody loves Tom Brady everyone loves that Bucks team they see Gronk is back and everyone they all that firepower and they're getting points they're getting more than a field goal in New Orleans so be careful on that and uh, you know we've talked about the Eagles and the Raiders you know laying points on the road be careful laying points on the road even though I know there's no fans but it still is a travel and you got to just uh, you know keep that in mind when you're betting these these week one lines Kmart, how much are you considering things like travel you know this has been again like we said a few minutes ago an off season unlike any other where training camp was really limited some teams couldn't even practice for a while because they had guys on the covid list and there's no preseason guys haven't gotten reps yet guys haven't been hit yet so how much are you considering some of the things that we would typically typically consider in week one when you're handicapping things like travel and things like uh continuity with new starters on the offensive line and are you thinking about this any differently than you have in the past i mean continuity for sure offensive line 
uh, defensive line especially. Defenses have to talk a little bit more than an offense. You can run audibles. You have signals. You can catch on that pretty quick. Um, you know, on an offensive side, but defensive side takes a lot of work. Um, you know, I did play football back in my day, so I know there's a lot of communication. And if you don't have that, you're not gelling. You're gonna, you're gonna see what the Niners did in the Super Bowl, even in the fourth quarter, just an absolute collapse. And you know, another thing to be wary of. Uh, you know, and first, let me cut myself off to answer Matt's question. Week one in this situation. I don't think travel's that big of a deal unless you're going to mile high and you're playing in humidity. Because of the shortened off-season, if you will, because they're being preventative with COVID, you're going to see, as you've been seeing in these training camps leading up, a lot of hamstring issues, tightness. So that is one thing I think we're going to see in the first couple weeks is a lot of, uh, you know, questionable players because of hamstring tightness you know just little things like that so that could be the difference between being a winner and a loser here so you really got to look at matchups you can't just you can't just pick willy-nilly and just hope for the best guys kmart may have been a little string being wide receiver back in high school all of uh, 145 pounds but he knows his football man he knows his shit uh, Chris, any any response to what Kmart said about travel continuity? Um, a lot of soft tissue injuries, maybe with these wide receivers pulling hammies and running backs like David Montgomery with a groin injury and all these guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got uh, the Colts going down to Jacksonville Week One. You know, they're notorious for they're one of those teams like uh, you know the the Saints that play in a dome and they probably practice inside, and then now they got to go down. It's a hot ass, humid ass Jacksonville, and they're catching over a touchdown. And this is a division team, and the, the Jet, you know, not only the Jags, but every division team who knows they're not supposed to win and they don't have a chance. Everyone says tank for two. I mean, not tank for two at this time, but tank for Trevor, it is, right? For the first pick for the Jags. Be careful. They're catching over a touchdown. You know, we can see the Jags losing by three, four, six, and catching those points. So be careful with these teams. Everyone and their mom looks like 70% of people all over the Colts. So we're going to be on this team. We're going to keep all these factors in, in our mind come week one. And Kmart, we're not saying bet the Jaguars. We're just saying keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on the action. Like Chris said, everybody in the world is going to be on the Colts. Nobody's going to want to bet the Jacksonville Jaguars. The only talk out there is that they're tanking. They actually remind me of last year's Miami team a lot where all the all the asshats on ESPN said, oh, man, the the poor Dolphins players, like the, the yeah. coaches in the front office are putting these guys in harm's way by trading all these vets. And I, I get a lot of the same vibes from Jacksonville where people are expecting this team to go 1-15. And, I mean, maybe they go 1-15 against the spread, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah, and, I mean, that Dolphins coach, I mean, look for him to win coach of the year, if not this year, pretty damn soon because what he did last year is just pretty damn impressive because, I mean, might not have been a full tank, but, I mean, they he has a system. He has players he wants. If you go back to the Niners and Singletary, you know, he wants players that want to play. He doesn't want that shit. So he got rid of Ramsey. He got rid of all those guys. Uh, sorry, misspoke there. Not Ramsey. I'm speaking of the Jaguars there. But he was getting rid of everybody. And got look what he look Mika. what he had. Yeah, got Fitzpatrick. Got Mika. Um, so, I mean, you just got to be wary. I mean, Jaguars, keep an eye on it. 
they traded away Fournette, so you're going to look at that and think, you know, oh, absolute tank. Oh, they lost a huge piece. But you have, you have to remember, in his three years, he had a great rookie season. He Minshew honestly, he just had a couple dog. big runs last year that really put him over the top because I had him in fantasy, and I can't tell you how many times I saw him 15 carries for 40 yards, and then all of a sudden he busts a 60-yard run that just helped his stats. Only three scores. He had those 76 catches, but, you know, this year with their running back, there's going to be running back by committee. There's no real change there, so you can't just think, oh, they got rid of their all-pro running back. Ah, they're going to be dog shit. No, man, like, it's not that simple. You just got to keep an eye. You got to look for matchup advantages and just truly see where the edge is, and we'll go over that in our next podcast. Chris, just to nail it down or narrow it down to one game that we're really all looking at and it seems like we all really like right now. And we got to go all the way ahead to Monday Night Football, that, that second game of that Monday Night Football doubleheader. And this kind of encapsulates everything we're talking about. So you had the Tennessee Titans run to the AFC Championship game last year. You had Derrick Henry, the league's leading rusher. You had Ryan Tannehill, amazingly efficient season after he took over and all they have to do is lay a very short number in Denver and Denver's got Drew Locke and nobody knows what to expect there and Denver's kind of whatever but we're probably going to be fading the public on that one and taking maybe a short home dog Broncos team yeah and this is a Josh Applebaum special he's going to be looking he loves those Monday night football those Saturday you know Thursday night football, Sunday night, those big, heavily bet games, and you know everybody's going to want, it's going to be ending the week, they're going to be chasing, they're going to say the Titans have to win, same with the the Steelers are that same night, there's two games that night, and everyone's going to say the Steelers have to beat the lowly Giants, and those are going to be the most heavily concentrated games of your week one, and so we'd love to fade those lines, especially if they get inflated, if you see the public all over Tennessee, but you see that line stay at one, one and a half, or even go to two. We love that reverse line movement, and it's the same thing with the Steelers. If you see them, everybody on the Steelers, and that line goes from four and a half back down to three and a half, sharps are buying it, then we know what side we're going to be on. So keep an eye on this and, and see what happens to those lines and see where that the public's at. Like Matt said, we're going to go and use that uh, you know mile high, like Kmart said. We love mile high in September. Nobody's used to 5,500 feet. Um, but Denver is. Kmart, anything else before we wrap this one up? I mean, just a touch bar on that on that game, that Monday night game. As Chris was saying, and I said earlier, that altitude, those first couple weeks, no one's in game shape yet. You're still trying to get your football legs underneath you. Denver has been practicing up there, so they're going to have that slight advantage. Furthermore, I fucking love this Denver offense. I have a crush on Drew Locke. <laughs> they added Jerry Judy, Hamler. They added Gordon. I mean, he was injured, yes, but he still has something left in the tank. They have Philip Lindsay to back him up. I really love the potential of this offense. They still like to run the zone read. It's going to be fun to watch. Tennessee is going to have their hands full. Denver's defense is still a very good defense, and they can stop Derrick Henry. And, I mean, we're I think all of us are already liking that game, so stay tuned. Chris, I guess the last thing uh, for you before we call it a night on this podcast, you just had a really square better text you Lakers first quarter. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, he's laying 175. It looks <laughs> like uh, he's money line. It's my buddy's dad. He has an account. And it uh, looks like our little freckled little fuck friend Riley is going all in on the rockets. And we were leaning rockets. And then when we get, we always track, guys, this is great. We track, we have so many guys text us their plays. And we love to just fade when they come in. And uh, our buddy just laid, looks like, first quarter money line minus 175. There's no way the Lakers don't bounce back against oh, yeah. the Rockets game two, right? No way. Well, be careful. Be easy betting that. That's a fade you narrative if I've ever seen one. So just a couple thank yous before we get out of here. Thank you to Circa for hosting the contest. All the people at the Golden Gate and the D today signing people up today. Probably the biggest sign-up day um, of the entire year for the contest. People are in Vegas for the three-day Labor Day weekend. So uh, kudos to Thanks, all those Kelly. guys. Thanks You're to, awesome. Yeah, Thanks for your patience. Thanks to Kelly for being patient with our four dumbasses and as we try to figure our shit out, you're awesome. We look forward to Thanks chatting for that with you vodka Red Bull throughout the season. Thanks Absolutely. for the ginny, gin, gin. Uh, shout out Derek Stevens, Mike Palm. We're coming for your money. And uh, I think that's it. Send it! For Kmart, for Chris. Stay by we'll time. talk to you guys uh, later this week. And NFL's here, baby. Yeah.